FanDuel has set the Titans over under at seven and a half wins. I am here to tell you, they'll be going over. We're going to discuss that and more on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, Titans fans. We're going to take a look at the Titans over, under, at seven and a half wins. I'm going to tell you why I think they will be going over. We're also going to take a look at some reasons why the Titans might go under if that happens. And we'll round out the show with the latest details on the Titans' brand new stadium. Before we get into all that, I want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content on all platforms all year round and always for free. Make sure that you get subscribed, stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throw a thumbs up on the video right now. The show is free. All I ask for in return is the press of a button. And let me know whether you think the Titans will go over or under seven and a half wins this season. So obviously, guys, it's not the end of the offseason. There's still the NFL draft. We could change things. We still have the summer months of free agency. Trades can happen. But based on what we see from the Titans right now, I think they have a great chance to go over Seven and a half wins. The question basically is, are the Titans going to win more games than they won last year? And at the end of the day, the number one factor that will make the difference, in my opinion, is injuries. The Titans finished with 23 players on injured reserve. They had over 30 players on injured reserve total throughout the season. If the Titans don't have the insane injuries that they had last year, they were 7-3. and three. Now, I know, I know that that 7-3 and three record was inflated by the schedule that the Titans played. The Titans did not play a lot of good teams while they put together that 7-3 and three record. That is a fact. But they were already at seven wins. It was the injuries more than anything that led to the Titans' losing streak to finish the year. So for me, the big thing is, and it's funny because this will come up later, but it's injuries. There is just no way that the Titans can lead the NFL in injuries three years in a row. There's just no way, right? Right? I mean, of course, there's a hint of optimism in that, but it's also just logic. Like there has to be some regression to the mean from an injury standpoint. One, The Titans are going out and getting different players this year. They got rid of a lot of older veterans who contributed to those injury numbers. So just the change in the roster has to help with the injuries. And then again, just regression to the mean from an injury standpoint has to factor in. So from an injury standpoint, if the Titans just have a smidgen, a tiny amount of better health 
in 2023 than they had in 2022, they should be able to win more games than they won last year. Not only that, but you obviously have to factor in the changes to the roster, to the coaching staff, the new coaching staff. You got a brand new offensive coordinator. You and me, I'm talking to you. Yep, you and I sat here all year last year and complained about Todd Downing and what he was doing to the Titans' offense. Tim Kelly has to be better. The offense has to be better off this year than it was last year with Todd Downing. That has to be a given. If it's not, then bigger problems are on the horizon. But you have to think at least a little optimistically about the offensive coaching. You add Charles London. You have a new offensive line coach and Jason Houteling. You move some people around. You have to hope that better offensive coaching will lead to better offensive production, which would really help the Titans because I don't think the defense should fall off very much. Also, within the offense, outside of coaching, you look at the players, the Titans have to have a better offensive line than what they had last year. I mean, even if Andre Dillard isn't good enough to be a starting left tackle long-term, even if Daniel Brunskill isn't good enough to be a long-term answer on the interior offensive line, NPF is going to be in his second year, which there should be improvement from year to year. He's going to have a veteran player next to him in Brunskill at guard that should help him as well. Aaron Brewer, hopefully, if he continues to be a starter, will be more properly slotted as a center instead of a guard. The Titans add a good offensive lineman in the draft early that should be able to be a starter. I mean, the offensive line has to be better this year. It has to, right? It's not just me being blindly optimistic. You guys know I don't do that. It's just logical. It has to happen. Another major factor here for me as well is an easier schedule. The Titans finished second in the division last year after finishing first two years in a row. The Titans aren't going to get a first-place schedule this year. They're going to get a second-place schedule. And while the Colts and the Texans could get new quarterbacks, I don't think that's enough to instantly make them significantly better. I think the Titans' competition here is Jacksonville. And on the flip side of that, Jacksonville had a last-place schedule. They're going to have a first-place schedule this year. So considering the schedule change and quality of opponents between what the Titans are going to see and what they're used to seeing and what Jacksonville got to see and what they're used to seeing, I think all of that combined gives the Titans a great chance to go over. And I really think the range in the over could be anywhere from eight wins, which would still hit the over, all the way to 11 wins. I, I think the Titans at their best could win 11 games based on all the things we just said. There's also a key factor here, revenge. You know how pissed off Mike Vrabel probably is at that seven-game losing streak and missing the playoffs. There is no way that the Titans coaching staff and their best players are not as motivated as ever to turn things back around, get back to their winning ways, and make the playoffs again. So for me, I'm putting my money down right now. I'm hitting the over. For the Titans, and I think a good draft class and some moves that could be made in the future could take that maybe one win higher to eight and a half. So for me, I love the over at seven and a half. I think the Titans win more games this year than they did last year, even with a lot of all season to come. But we do have to talk about the reality that is the Titans going under and what would contribute to that happening. We're also going to talk about the most recent news on the Titans' new stadium 
Before we get into all of that, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. And that's exactly where you need to go if you want to bet the Titans over under. FanDuel has it available right now. Seven and a half wins. Go to FanDuel.com. Sign up. You're going to be able to see that over under. Place your wager on however you're feeling. Again, remember, let me know whether you think they're going over or under down in the comments. But even if you don't want to jump on that right now, the NBA playoffs are almost here. So it's a perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers can get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. Even if your first bet doesn't win, the FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, it's secure. It's super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to how many three-pointers a guy is going to make. FanDuel lets you combine all those bets for an even bigger payout with same-game parlays. Don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Titans fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We're talking about the Titans over-under number from FanDuel Sportsbook. It's seven and a half wins. I just told you why I think the Titans will go over, but I try to be fair. I like to be a little optimistic. More often than not, I'm a little pessimistic. But like I said, I think the Titans will go over that seven and a half, but we got to talk about some reasons why they may go under. Before we get into it, want to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year long on all platforms and always for free. Make sure that you get subscribed and stay subscribed to the Locked on Titans podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. So, the number one reason why I thought the Titans would bounce back and get over seven and a half wins in 2023 was injuries. A little bit of optimism, but mostly just logic. The Titans have to regress to the mean from an injury standpoint. They can't lead the league in injuries three years running. Well, on the flip side of that coin, maybe they do. Maybe, maybe it's not just bad luck that the Titans keep having injuries. Maybe. There is a significant flaw in the training staff, in the medical staff, in the strength and conditioning program, in the equipment that the Titans are using within all of those programs, with the philosophies that the Titans are using within all of those programs. Now, look, I have people reach out to me a lot and tell me they have inside info or they did this, did that. During last season, I had three different people, a relative of somebody, and then two people who personally interviewed with the Titans who said that they're using certain pieces of equipment, they're using certain processes that are outdated, that other NFL organizations 
have moved past. Whether that's true or not, I can't know. Because I don't know about those processes. I'm not a doctor. As I like to joke on the show. I'm not. But if those people are telling the truth and the Titans are just in an archaic place when it comes to their strength and conditioning, their recovery programs, their sports science, if the Titans are living in the past in those areas, then maybe the injuries are not just bad luck. Maybe it's not just the players. Like Mike Vrabel loves to blame the players for the injuries. It's all their fault. Christian Fulton and David Long and uh, players are only working eight to four and it's all the players' fault why they're getting injured. Nobody else. Just the players. Well, that's wrong. And it's the Titans as an organization that is dropping the ball on the injuries. Well, then maybe it continues. Maybe the Titans get just as injured as they've gotten the last two years. I mean, it would be very difficult to go through another season like that. But it's possible. And something that I pointed out before John Robinson was fired, after John Robinson was fired, and when Rand Carthon was hired, if the Titans were that far behind the rest of the NFL in the analytics department, what other areas of football organization are they behind on? Sports science, sports medicine, training programs and regimens, equipment. See what I mean? We can't know for certain those inner details. Those aren't things that get reported on a ton or that, you know, we have sources on. But it's only logical to ask the questions. And that's what I'm here to do. Ask the logical question. So. While injuries and regression to the mean could be the biggest reason why the Titans go over the seven and a half wins, at the same time, if there are reasons that we don't know for certain that were causing the injuries that are more organizational, who's to say the Titans have fixed them? I'm Rancarthon's brought in Chad Brinker, who has his own intellectual property models on injuries and players in the draft. Hopefully, that sort of acceleration, hopefully that sort of growth from the Titans organization in those areas, hopefully Rand Carthon is saying, hey, we got to start doing things differently in these other areas too. And Rand Carthon can grow this team up a little bit and bring them to the future. Hopefully, if that's happening with analytics, that's happening on the sports science side of things as well. So I hope there, but if not, if the Titans lead the league in injuries again, it's going to be hard with the talent that they have to go over seven wins. Not only that, but you do got to look at the roster talent at some point. Linebacker, not very high on the Titans linebacker group. The offensive line, like I said, Brunskill and Dillard are Band-Aids. Yeah, if we get, you know, let's say their best play is 10, their worst play is one. If we get anywhere from five to seven, five to eight, that should be improved offensive line play. But if Dillard and Brunskill give us three, give us two, then the Titans offensive line is still in trouble. And even if they're slightly improved from last year, it's not going to be enough to make a difference in the win column. And then, of course, wide receiver. I mean, the Titans wide receiver group, there is no way without a blockbuster trade 
that the Titans wide receiver group isn't the worst in the NFL. There's just no way. They can draft two rookies in the top three rounds. It's not going to change that. It's not. So when you're that bad in that area, I'm thinking improved O-line, more efficiency in the ground game, get back to play action, which helps the poor wide receiver group. But if that doesn't happen, then it's all going to come together because if the offensive line isn't significantly better and the wide receivers are worse, that's going to make it tough. Also, we have to account for what if the Titans trade away somebody like Derrick Henry or Ryan Tannehill or Jeffrey Simmons or Kevin Byard or, you know, something like that happens, then the Titans, like I said, the Titans' win total could go up even if they make the right moves. If they make the wrong moves, or just certain moves, then it could even go down. So those are all valid reasons why the Titans could win five to seven games and hit that under. Now, I think they're going over personally, but to me, I could see them getting as low as five wins. I could see them getting as high as 11 wins, and that's a way bigger range than I projected going into last season. There's a lot more volatility in the amount of outcomes that could happen for the Titans going into 2023. But with that being said, we're going to move forward here. We're going to talk about the latest in the Titans stadium development. I know a lot of you guys have been looking for me to give a little bit of an update there. So we're going to head into that in just a moment. Titans fans, we are going to cap off today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Going to do a little timeline refresher on the Titans stadium and update all you guys of where the process is right now. Before we get into that, do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. Now, for your second listen, check out Locked on NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes from free agency to the draft to salary cap management and much more. Join NFL experts Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino as they take you through what it looks like to build a successful NFL franchise every Monday through Friday. Find Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network where it's your team every day. Diving into the timeline here for the Titans Stadium. So, back in February, of 2022, we got the scoop. We finally got news that, oh wow, the Titans may may be looking at building a new stadium. That was the first real whisper or story or anything public that I saw about the Titans potentially getting a new stadium. And it all came from the fact that the Titans wanted to renovate the stadium because they have a deal with the city of Nashville until 2039 that Nashville would deliver a high-quality football stadium. And that is not what Nissan Stadium is right now. It is not a high-level, first-class NFL stadium. It's not. So the city owed the Titans money to renovate. Well, the Titans Stadium has a concrete frame. Most stadiums have a steel frame. That's outdated. The Titans' electric System. The Titans plumbing system needed to be totally removed and reinstalled new. 
Not only that, but the windows that the Titans use in the stadium are so outdated that they aren't even manufactured anymore. After thinking it would only cost $600 million to renovate the stadium, when the Titans got the quote, it was more like $1.2 billion to renovate the stadium. So, obviously, would you pay $1.2 billion to renovate the current stadium, which won't have a Super Bowl, won't have a Final Four, won't have some of the largest concerts in the country, won't have WrestleMania? Or would you rather pay $2 billion and get a brand new stadium that can host all of those events and also allows you to renovate the East Bank area and where Nissan Stadium is right now and turn that into more revenue-generating property for the city. It's pretty cut and dry. You would rather pay the $2 billion, get the new stadium, bring in all that additional revenue, renovate the East Bank area, rather than pay a billion dollars to renovate an outdated stadium. So, all that made sense. That was the scoop. Then, in March, one month later, we got a little bit of a timeline on how long these things will take. Berkna Hill, the president of the Titans organization, said about 18 months of a design process, designing everything, and then 30 to 31 months to actually build it. So we got that idea. Then the real fun happened in October of 2022 when the Titans released those drawings and those renderings of the stadium. Looking at turf, which is a special kind of new turf that they have in Houston and they have in SoFi that the Titans are saying causes actually less injuries. All turf isn't the same. There's AstroTurf. There's all kinds of different turf. This isn't the type of turf where you see the black pellets flying up when people walk. This turf is made out of cork and actually has to be watered like grass. So that's the turf that we're going to see from the Titans. They're actually installing that at Nissan now. It's in the practice facilities, but it's going to be what they use in the new stadium as well. It is going to have a dome because they want to have all weather opportunities. That's eh, whatever, but I get it. There are going to be a ton of windows around the top, though, so it's going to let in natural sunlight, and I think that's very important to the way that the stadium looks. So that was all cool stuff to hear. Then in December of 2022, City Council in Nashville approved the financial terms. They approved what the financial plan would look like. They didn't approve it entirely to say, hey, we're doing it, but they approved, hey, this is what it would look like financially if we did it. Now, where we sit right now is in the middle of the city council process of truly stamping it and approving it and saying, let's do it. So the way that Nashville's Metro City Council is doing it is they have three different voting sessions. Number one, March the 7th, the vote passed. They had a second one just a couple of days ago on the 4th of April. It passed. The final vote is on April the 18th, tentatively. That's when it's supposed to happen. And you may ask yourself, why are they voting three times? Why are they voting? And they want to do these votes to get a gauge of what kind of support they have. But the city council members want more time to look into the plan and do their research so they can make the right decision. 
That makes sense. This is a big decision for a city. So, we are past two votes. There is some opposition, but it looks like, as things stand now, that that April 18th final city council vote will approve the Titans Stadium plans. And they can get to it. So, right now, where we are at with the stadium, we are awaiting the final vote from city council to approve all the plans and set this thing into real motion. So that's the timeline so far. That's where we stand right now. And as more information comes, I'll make sure to divulge that to you guys, explain what's going on, and give you updates as I can. That's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titan.